they want to protect you and in the name of protecting you when your dream and your vision is so far off from the norm they are going to put pressure they are going to put resistance i'd rather be fully be me so that i can make sure that the person that i'm marrying is filtered out allahumma inni a'udhu bika min dhiqi dunya wa dhiqi yawmil qiyamah allah i seek your protection from being constricted in this world and constriction on the day of judgment so when that dua exists we know then that's not the ideal state this constriction is not the ideal state that god wants us to be in detach yourself from the results chase your goals for the love of striving jihad akbar is the greatest jihad there is why would we settle for anything less than the vision that god has placed in our heart let me start this episode with some asmr you are hearing me pouring some mint tea into my cup it's going to be the companion for today's candid conversation that we're going to be having in talk success with shamima shahjahan podcast show inshallah such a vibe <laughs> I literally have my journal right in front of me where I have written down some points that I want to touch on today's episode. And let me jump right into it. But first, I want to discuss a little bit of why I decided to name the podcast channel Talk Success with Shamima. Success because I feel that in this day and age, there's a lot of pressure to become a successful individual and when you scroll through social media you cannot fail to notice that there is almost a set trend or should i say a box that has been pre-made for you on how this success should look like in terms of the vehicle that you are going to be driving the type of house that you're living in the type of job that you have the income that you make your fashion sense and i wanted to break all these stereotypes and all this pressure that the toxic trends puts on the soul of a human being and this is coming from my own journey of learning to accept myself accept the decree that allah has for my life and wholeheartedly with a sense of peace seeking out the fulfillment for the love of striving itself not to get something not to arrive somewhere but just for the love of striving in the name of honoring this one life allah has blessed you and i with in dunya darul amal and i also want us to sincerely strive to become our best version without feeling divided perhaps you had religious trauma where 
you feel a sense of ickiness whenever you're going all in and striving for the dreams, the goals that you've set for yourself because chasing something that does not have a direct link to an ibadah that is a prescribed act of worship in this context is giving you an identity crisis of are you being a good Muslim? This is something that I used to suffer from because there was a very different picture that was painted about what it means to be a successful individual and what it means to be a person who is striving towards success. And alhamdulillah, I have come a long way and it is my sincere intention with the level of awareness that I have now with over a decade in the journey of personal development to transmute this knowledge and have the sincere intention for it to benefit you and transform your life. And that, my friend, is why I named this channel Talk Success with Shamima, so that you can really talk freely about success without feeling apologetic without feeling that you are choosing this dunya over the akhirah, without feeling alone because your version of success is very different to what success is prominently known as in your culture or in your group of friends, in your family, whatever it is. Because quite honestly, in my family and in my culture from the women that I know, I'm the only woman who speaks her mind so freely here on social media platform. And that's completely okay. Because this is my dream. This is the vision that Allah has given me. So it is my duty to stand up for it. It is my duty to show up for this vision. Because when it comes to people, even people who really love you and care for you and have known you all your life, whether it be your parents, your spouse, your siblings, they want to protect you. And in the name of protecting you, when your dream and your vision is so far off from the norm, they are going to put pressure. They are going to put resistance in your path. They can become a primary source of obstacle for you to achieve your dream, but you cannot let it stop you. Because they need evidence, because they cannot see the picture that's flashing in your mind, that Allah is inspiring in your heart. Why would they believe it when it seems so risky? All the money that you're investing, all the time that you're pouring in, the world of vulnerability that you're stepping into what will people say they don't want your name to be spoiled if you're not married they don't want no one to come in <laughs> and if you're not married um they don't want you to sound like a woman or a man who is too loud who is too off who is weird who is odd and of course they in the name of Protecting you, your honor, your everything for this soulmate, then stopping you from being who you truly are so you can be accepted wholly for who you are.
let me rephrase that. That's a really good point. Because when I had this vision of being in the public platform, it was not for fame. It was this calling that I had. Like I knew somewhere deep down that my voice was meant to be heard globally. My face was meant to be recognized globally. Like I just knew that about me. But the first time I created a YouTube video that was so silly in 2012, I got a lot of resistance, although my parents were fully aware of me creating the video and posting it online and all that stuff. And one of the logic that my mom gave me at that time, I don't know if she can remember this or not, was you can do whatever you want after you get married. You can do whatever you want after you get married. Yeah, that's it. But for now, just don't be too different than the girls in your neighborhood, in the culture, in the family, because you don't want to come out as this too loud, this too bossy, this too empowered being, because then nobody will want to marry you because you're just so different. But now as an adult, I'm thinking... The, how the logic is so off. I would have chosen, if I had the maturity now, I wish I could have told that I'd rather be fully be me so that I can make sure that the person that I'm marrying is filtered out. So I know for a fact that the person who I'm marrying is someone who is not triggered by my big vision, but someone who has the maturity and the capacity as a being to support me in my vision. Someone who is on the same page as me. I wish, dear mom, dear dad, that you could have really supported me so I could have better understood and discovered who I really am and built a relationship with myself And in turn, attracted this man who fully accepts me for who I am and what I'm made of and what I am to become. Rather than be this person who had to sit and wait for marriage and then find myself torn between being this clingy ass wife who wanted validation, approval, permission for every single thing that she did versus this woman who wanted to do justice to the dream that kept nagging her heart. But it is what it is. Because the first few years of married life, as blissful and amazing as it was, because my husband and I had this opportunity to really travel a lot, explore a lot together. But we had really rocky times because I was very clingy. I was a big time people pleaser. I did not have the maturity to stand up for myself. I had religious trauma. I used to call it Muslima wound uh, because I couldn't fully stand up for my dream because a part of me really did think that for a girl... For me, being a girl to have all these big dreams was sinful. It was meant to be 
if I can say pushed under the rug and that was my struggle instead of going ahead and chasing the dream, chasing the goal, I thought me, you know, stuffing it down my soul and trying to forget it and sacrifice it in the name of marriage and greater goodness and birthing new human beings into this world that was supposed to be my struggle as a woman i had it all messed up but thank god for my mentors who increased my level of awareness and gave me a different perspective and corrected my if i can say limiting subconscious programming and gave me a new set of philosophies to subscribe to I became this huge advocate for my dream. I was willing to be misunderstood. I just fought. There were days where I went to bed crying. I went to bed not eating. There were really bad arguments between my husband and I continuously. It was a rocky road, but I learned so much, Yarab, that it really helps me coach my clients but i no longer believe that a struggle story is necessary pain is necessary in order for you to extract the wisdoms of life because as long as you have an open heart and you are being present you can extract the biggest breakthroughs without the struggle without pain without feeling constricted because you have to remember that whatever dua that we've been taught to make whether it is to have something in our life or to not have something in your life is the ideal state the optimistic state that god wants for you and there is this dua allahumma inni a'udhu bika min dhiqi dunya wa dhiqi yawmil qiyamah Allah, I seek your protection from being constricted in this world and constriction on the day of judgment. So when that dua exists, we know then that's not the ideal state. This constriction is not the ideal state that God wants us to be in in this dunya. So why would we want to settle for anything less than what Allah can make available for us anything other than the dream the vision that is driving us that's waking us every single day that is keeping us on the path of persistence why would we settle for anything less than the vision that God has placed in our heart whatever it may be in whichever aspect of your life it may be why when there is a dua that literally says allahumma inni a'udhu bika min dhiqi dunya there's no reason for us to feel constricted that's not how allah wants you to feel and we need to really rewire our subconscious mind if we have subscribed to the belief that feeling constricted is piety because there are a lot of people who are not doing what needs to be done in order to heal in order to overcome a struggle that they're going through a pain they may be experiencing because they think that continually feeling this pain is a sign of piety not realizing 
that jihad akbar, the greatest jihad of the nafs, the struggle of the nafs, is weaved with knowledge, seeking knowledge. Because when you seek knowledge, you increase your level of awareness. When you have better levels of awareness, then you realize that you don't need to suffer in the name of piety. You can be pious and you can have an amazing life in this dunya. And one of the breakthroughs that I had, you know, the 10 blessed companions who were promised paradise, I went through their name. I was reading their biography briefly. And most of them, they were really well-to-do people. They weren't necessarily this frail old men who were struggling, who had nothing to eat except for a date or two. No, they were really well-off people who were able to be channels of prosperity through which the bounty of Allah reaches other people. So if you are associating being pious with struggle, with pain, that doesn't make it the only way for you to connect with God. Except the fact that you make it the only way in your head, in your mind. There is another reality and that's what I want you to start embracing. And talking about goals. There are two types of people, if I can say two opinions that I hear. Opinion number one is the group of people who say, get clear on what it is that you want. What do you want? Get clear on that. Align your du'as, align your actions with this vision that you have built for yourself, that you have gained clarity about, and then go chase it. And in this journey, it's not going to be linear. It's going to have ups and downs. Embrace all of it. Have an attitude of gratitude through all of it. Feel the feelings through all of it. And do not settle for anything other than what you have aimed for. And quite honestly, this is the opinion that I hold. And I will tell you why. And there are another group of people who have another opinion. And I wouldn't say that this opinion is wrong. There is no right, there is no wrong. It's all about what truly aligns with you. And the other opinion that I hear a lot in this world of personal development setting goals is the idea of accept what Allah gives you. In this sense, instead of setting a goal for yourself, identifying your vision and then going in that direction, how this is different is that you do not necessarily have clarity or you're not doing any exercise like journaling or hiring a mentor and having a conversation with them and figuring your life out. You, if I can say, go with the wind. Whatever Allah gives, you accept and you do your level best. Wherever you are, you accept and you do your level best. And... That's amazing. That's truly amazing as well. But 
I've noticed that a lot of people who are living with this attitude where I don't necessarily know where I'm going, but wherever I am placed, I am going to be a muhsin. I am going to be a mubarak person. I noticed that most of the time they have this sense of regret, this sense of I can be so much more. I don't feel fulfilled at some point. You get what I'm saying? Which is why I feel it's important for you to identify what is it that you truly want to be. Because just because you set a goal and you put it up in your vision board doesn't mean it's going to come true. Simple as that. Just because you set a goal and put up the vision board and do your morning and evening rituals doesn't mean your goal is going to come true. There is absolutely no guarantee and it is what it is. Whether you set the goal or whether you do not set a goal, we all have to, at the end of the day, accept what Allah is giving us. That's it. We have to learn to accept what Allah is placing us, where Allah is placing us in our life. But when you do set a goal, you have a sense of direction. And if you feel that there is a huge detour from the goal that you have set for yourself, it's going to hurt, it's going to sting, honestly. But at least you have the reassurance of heart that this detour is nothing but divine redirection. Where you set a goal, you did your part, you thought this is what you're meant to do with your life, you thought this is what the purpose of your life is and you went ahead and you chased it and you gave it your level best and it still did not work out, there is going to be reward for all your striving one nothing is lost number two there is ease with hardship we don't know number three it's going to make you a stronger wiser and better person you have a sense of clarity of what is happening with your life Instead of just drifting, you are still in power because you are setting your sail. Oh, it's not working. Oh, maybe I should turn the sail this way. You can figure your life out better because you have the tools. You have the compass. You have a telescope rather than a person who is just floating on a raft. And they have absolutely no tools. This is why the inner work is important because it helps you get your shit together if i were to say honestly much faster it helps you heal much faster and whenever you're setting your goal this is why it's important that you gain clarity about what is it that you want to achieve in your life that you believe is the purpose of your life that you believe is the calling that you believe is the calling that allah has placed in your heart and then you perhaps write out in your journal, I am so happy and grateful now that I am a 
writer, a best-selling author, and then you write out how your lifestyle would be, what you want to achieve, what you want to do, like all aspects of your life. And then you take steps every step of the way. But like I said before, just because you set a goal, it is no guarantee that you're going to actually end up being an author. I'm so sorry to say that, but there is absolutely no guarantee you're going to be a best-selling author, right? Which is why it's important that while you set your goal, that you do not become attached to the result. You don't become attached to the outcome. Rather, you busy yourself in the process, in the training, in the practice of being that person. Because guess what? When you focus on the journey, yes, as cliche as it sounds, you detach yourself from the outcome and you focus on doing your level best, 1% better every single day. And this is the best part. You may not achieve the goal that you set for yourself, but if you continually focus on improving yourself, even though you may not hit your goal, because you improved yourself exponentially, Allah may replace what he did not give you with something much better than what you could have possibly imagined. Perhaps the goal that you set for yourself that you think would give you a sense of peace, a sense of joy and accomplishment wouldn't give you that like what Allah has given you. And you should realize that the reason why you have goals, the reason why you go chase your goals and strive towards your goals is because you believe in your heart, whether it's conscious or unconscious, that achieving that goal is going to make you feel a desired way. Which is why sometimes Allah uses the word zuyina. And he says that shaitan beautifies for the disbelievers, their acts, their injustices. They perhaps may be knowing that it is a wrongdoing, but it is justified in their head. It makes them feel whatever they want to feel. Maybe they feel smart by cheating a person and they think, oh my God, what a dumb person. I'm so smart. I am so business savvy. You know, shaitan beautifies for them. So likewise, not going so off track, Maybe your goal that you're setting for yourself is so beautified in your head that you sometimes may struggle to come to terms with accepting what Allah has given. And you have to realize that just because you do not hit your goals today doesn't mean that Allah cannot make you achieve your goals at a later date with multiplied fruits. So it's your responsibility and your duty to continue to stay in alignment to the commitments that you have placed on your soul by gaining clarity about what you want to do with this one life. How can you become a Mubarak person, a person who uses their skills, their gifts, the talents that Allah has given them in order to serve other people, to contribute and make it a means of sadaqatul jariyah, truly.
So with that, I would like to read something that I've written, that I wrote on my diary today morning. And I feel that this is going to truly touch your heart. And I hope that I can read it as I felt when I wrote it. I extracted it from a book called Fresh Start by Joel Austin. Too many times today, instead of remembering our victories, we are remembering our defeats or failures or disappointments. When you remember what God has done for us, it causes faith to rise in our hearts. We know if God did it for us once before, he can certainly do it for us again. Mm, so good. So if you are feeling frustrated in your goal-achieving journey, ask yourself, where is your focus? Are you focusing on the things that's not working right now? Or are you practicing to focus where things are going right? And even if nothing seems to be going right, you still have the option to focus on the possibilities that can be unfolding right now. It is totally an option if you are willing to have an open mind. Listen to this. Maybe your dreams have been dormant and covered, but now is springtime. Spring symbolizes a fresh start. It's a time for new growth and multiplication. Amen. Uh, how beautiful is it? So with that, folks, I am going to conclude this episode. And some of the key takeaways. Tea break. Some of the... Key takeaways, if I were to leave you with, is number one, it's your responsibility to be an advocate for your dream. Sometimes people who are closest to you, whose support that you really crave and yearn for may not give you the support and that's completely all right. It is your duty to overcome and recover from people pleasing, from being a clingy person, being a less empowered person who wants someone else's validation, approval, and permission in order to go chase the vision that's in their heart. It is your duty. Get yourself a mentor. Do the mandatory seeking of knowledge. That's how you increase your level of awareness. And as you increase your level of awareness, the way you look at life, the way you do life, the way you live life changes. And when the way you do life changes, the results that you get from life is bound to change by law, period. Allah will not change the condition of a people until they change what is within themselves. And the surest way to change what is within yourself is embarking on the journey of constantly seeking knowledge. It does not end with high school. It does not end with college. It does not end with university. It does not end with PhD. It never ends. Period. And... I also spoke about when you are chasing your goals, there is two options. One is choosing to gain 
as much clarity as you possibly can to set a goal for yourself and go ahead and chase it and strive for it or choose to not set a goal and just try to do your level best wherever you are planted. But we spoke a few benefits of why it's more virtuous and more, if I can say, beneficial for you, your soul, to choose the first option where you're actually setting a goal for yourself. Because truth be told, whether you set a goal for yourself or do not set a goal for yourself, we have no guarantee that we are going to achieve everything that we intend to achieve. We are left with the option to really accept what Allah has given to us in our life and when we set a goal we have a bigger if i can say a circumference a surface of learning opportunity being a spiritually awakened person detach yourself from the results chase your goals for the love of striving jihad akbar is the greatest jihad there is and finally focus on becoming one percent better every single day like i said even though you may not achieve the goal that you set for yourself if you focus on improving yourself one percent better every day you may end up somewhere much better in this world and the next than the goal that you have set for yourself inshallah so till then, this is me, your host, your friend, your coach, your mentor, Shamima Shah Jahan, signing off. I would truly appreciate if you can take a screenshot and share it on your story. Tag me, Shamima Shah Jahan, on Instagram. Leave a review. Write an email to me. Sign up for our soul mails that I send out every Thursday, the newsletter. All the links are in the description. Till next time, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Keep striving and stay blessed.